Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Come on. Don't lose your spirit. Tug of war needs more than just raw strength. Well, then what's it about, huh? We just go out and speak to them? All you need is a good strategy in tug of war and combined with good teamwork. You'll be able to win when you are against stronger teams. You can barely stay standing, old man. So shut up and keep all your strength, okay? Wait a minute. Let's hear what the old man says. When I was young, we always liked tug of war. It's a game I know well. And back then, I would always win. Even if there was a wrestler on the other team. And it seemed the odds were stuck against us. Listen closely. And I'll tell you how my team and I were able to win even when it seemed impossible. That's Squid Game, all episodes of season one, streaming now on Netflix. James Dempsey joins us once again. Afternoon, James. Good afternoon. Uh, is this a is this drama? Is it reality television? Oh. Is it a quiz game? <laughs> like, you know, what is it? Well, I hope it's not reality television yeah, because yeah. <laughs> it has a really, really high body count. Right. Um, okay. It is a, it, it's, I believe, what is known as a K-drama, just the way, like, Korean music is known as K-pop, right? It is okay. a K-drama. Um, and it is sort of a mixture between Battle Royale, the 90s Japanese film, and The Hunger Games, and a few other kind of things. I think there's even a, a dash of, um, of Money Heist thrown in there as well and it is suddenly the, the most like de rigueur thing on Netflix because it yeah. has reached number one in 90 countries if not more since then and it is uh, quite a striking drama now it is this, you know the thing about Netflix is uh, like this you know this is uh, this I would put down as like a sleeper hit because obviously I had heard nothing about this until suddenly it is there it was everywhere yeah. it, it is there on my on my sort of I guess profile being pushed in my direction and what I will give it huge credit for, and it comes from a Korean director named Hwang Dong Hyuk, um, it is incredibly striking visually. You know, it's the kind of thing that if the, if the trailer, you know, there's actually, there's a lot of K-dramas on Netflix and most of the time it's, it's rare that I've watched them, but um, this one, it will sort of arrest you in in the visuals because they're so weird and like kind of weird creepy but bright colourful playful and yet it's so viscerally violent anyway it's about all of these uh, sort of down on their look for various reasons Korean people who end and one Indi- uh, one Pakistani actually sorry who end up uh, because they were trying to win money taking part in this game and unbeknownst to them the game is very very lethal if you do not win the game you die and uh, they the whole point of why they want to take part is that money is being thrown in their direction so they're they're all sequestered off into this island this is by no means any kind of spoiler and they um you know they they take part in these increasingly elaborate viscerally violent but ultimately children's games so like the first one is you know <laughs> and you're going to see a lot of i feel halloween costumes this year involving <laughs> squid game mm. visuals the first game that you see them is you know um i think it's all red light green light where this robot girl turns around and says something and then they all have to run and when she turns back around if she sees them moving they're out of the game and I won't explain in what way they're yeah. out but okay. it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> right? Now so I, would, I, I, there's some inventiveness in the way they die then. Yeah, yeah. Certainly uh, and also um, it is just like it, if you've seen that Japanese film Battle Royale where you know these school children all have to kill each other on an island it is it is quite similar to that kind of tone in the sense that uh, you know you, you get to know the characters you grow a fondness for them and then suddenly obviously they get they, they lose the game and mm. they're out and they've, they've established 
such a very fun ensemble cast. Uh, what I really especially liked about this show was in the second episode, it took this turn that I just completely did not see coming. Right. And I, can, I won't give away that because I mm. will count as a spoiler. There are, I believe, nine episodes. It is my understanding eight years in the making that he's the, the guy who, who wrote this uh, Huang Jong Hyuk sorry my, my Korean pronunciation yeah, you're well that. known for that <laughs> <laughs> anyway he, he started writing it I believe eight years ago and uh, he sort of was presenting it to different Korean um, produce, producers and studios and nobody he said was really getting it mm. and then after the pandemic he felt like there, there, there had been this societal shift in, in South Korea where the haves and the have nots have you know the, the gap has widened I mean that's everywhere in, in the industrialised world but uh, certainly um, especially in Korea and it is definitely in vogue in Korea if you look at like the likes of Parasite which explores yeah, exactly, that yeah, yeah. explores that as well and he presented it to Netflix and they made it and it has become as I said such a huge 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 hit like I think Netflix was expecting it to do well all over Asia because it's K-pop or K-drama rather sorry exports do very well all across Asia but they weren't necessarily banking on it becoming potentially the biggest show ever on the platform which if it keeps doing the sort of gangbusters numbers that it's doing even though they don't really release the numbers mm. um, it is expected that it'll sort of topple uh, Bridgerton off, right. <laughs> off the top okay. and become the most popular thing on the channel now it is it's up and down for me story wise the, the acting is a little kind of you know it, it varies from very sincere to slightly melodramatic to sort of pratfall silliness from time to time I think that is just a staple of Korean drama that me as a like Western viewer is not perhaps uh, used to and I just sort of need to find the rhythm of that there's also for me a subplot that makes kind of absolutely no sense at all uh, involving a non-player of the game. I won't go into more than that because I probably would venture into spoiler territory but that I don't think makes any sense given that, you know, this is like a masterminded genius game where every possible nook and cranny is explored and every mm. twist is known in advance, etc. But when the games are played it is so it is so tense it is so exciting that clip we heard there involves a game of uh, tug of war uh, you know with two teams playing against each other and uh, it ends like you know with fading to black and I was on the edge of my seat sort of thing watching it Crikey and so when it's good it is very 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 good and when it is fine it's 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 not bad put it that way right yeah. um, but I sort of would like this I mean I haven't obviously gotten to the end yet I'm only because the, the episodes are an hour long each so it is you know it's a nine mm. hour investment right um, I about halfway through and I, I don't know where it's going to go I mean I know it's going to end <laughs> badly for mm. a lot of the contestants I don't know where it's going to end overall I would I would hope that this maybe is like a one and done kind of thing because I don't know I don't know if we really want to revisit this over and over and over again and see new increasingly increasingly silly games mm, being played yeah. and these are all Korean childhood games that children all over Korea play all the time obviously <laughs> with less violent outcomes yeah I hope um, but uh, but obviously this has gone to such stratospheric popularity that I would imagine a season two is all but guaranteed uh, yeah, at this point. You can, yeah, you can be sure of that. Now, the, the, uh, all these people are on the island, they're playing these games, they either die or they're going to win a huge amount of money. Uh, are there subplots in the sense of 
I don't know, romances or people want to get off the island when they realise how bad it is or, or things of that nature. So there are alliances formed. There are uh, there's, there's kind of romances and betrayals going on because obviously they're not playing the games all the time, right? Yeah, so yeah. when they're not playing the game, they're in this kind of bunk bedded, you know, dormitory all together. And you've got a subplot involving, uh, so, you know, you've, you've got the contestants who are all just numbered, right? Our, our main guy is number four, five, six. I I have a personal fondness for number 212 who's this uh, cutthroat female character um, but uh, then there's also going around in this sort of island adventure and it looks like a crazy Escher drawing except like in, Bar- in Barbie's house um, oh, <laughs> um, basically um, there's, you know, they're going around in red jumpsuits so there's a bit of sort of, mis- there's sort of mystery and intrigue going on amongst the organisers you've got then this sort of oddly odd mask wearing head honcho who says very 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 little but we're to understand is the you know the the mastermind uh, puppet master of every single thing, uh, but but I just haven't gotten to the end yet. I expect all of these things will be will will be cleared up, but uh, the 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 games themselves are so so well executed. It, it's just in terms of style, the show is so strange to look at because it is the, it, you know it is like a it's it's like a childhood nursery or something, except it is so viscerally violent. I mean, this is like tough at times it is like you know you will you, you're I was shocked almost you by the wincing, yeah like yeah. real real wincing played off against the the you know the childlike sets it just makes it all so weird and creepy and strange that it's incredibly magnetic to watch my word <laughs> uh, okay and uh, is uh, what we the clip we heard there I assume is dope well I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I pulled that myself because obviously I my my, my yeah I wouldn't even know if I was editing the career correctly yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I would recommend you I would recommend watch it with uh, the Korean dialogue and then the English subtitles simply because Netflix does a terrible job at dubbing it's yeah. dubbing is this really naff even that was a bit odd you know you heard in the dubbing there that it's mostly American accents except this one older male character had this quasi-Asian yeah. accent Why? Yeah. which is strange in and of itself stylistically but anyway please, yeah, I would say go with the default which is Korean and English subtitles yeah. someone says uh, finished Squid Game uh, a few nights ago and it only gets better the last two episodes just fantastic I've never seen anything like it uh, says uh, I don't get the hype about Squid Game it's basically just the Hunger Games on steroids just wrecking my head uh, uh, is this not an idea we've we've rehashed over and over be it Running Man or Hunger Games or whatever I suppose there's a kind of a deadly game trope there uh, certainly, I certainly yeah certainly yeah. I, I, I don't think that this is treading particularly new ground but I think uh, what I what what struck me about it so much was just the visual panache of it is so mm. weird that it's like really really striking yeah uh, yes it's worth a look, even Definitely. if you kind of look for 10 minutes and go, oh my God, that's too violent. But uh, <laughs> um, it does sound like it's uh, worth a look. Right. Uh, our next show is Mr. Mayor. All episodes of season one are now streaming on Sky Comedy. Here's a clip. So which employees, if any, are violating city policy? See, I couldn't get this one. Is there is there tongue? This doesn't track. Carlos and Michelle were so mad at each other at Barbara's birthday lunch. What? No, these, these don't tell a story. I didn't like it when Gunther opened the door for Barbara. It was patronizing. Sure, but you can't call HR every time someone holds the door for you. I can if it makes me uncomfortable. Wait, that guy was Gunther? Okay, there's going to be a twist. No, this is not a movie. There's no narrative. Are you sure? Gunther demotes Barbara on her birthday, then holds the door for her? Villain. These are different days. Then 
question, why are they in the same clothes? You're supposed to focus on the two that were kissing. Yeah, was there an intimacy coordinator on that set? Because until that's confirmed, I don't think I should even be watching this. The answer is, even consensual relationships should be reported. Really? But what if the secret is part of the thrill? Susan, I wrote that question in 1989. The correct answer is the kiss is fine because Carlos and Michelle are equals. He's consensual and they're not bumming everyone else out by doing it in public. Right, that's uh, a Mr. Mayor All episodes uh, now streaming on Sky Comedy. Sounds a bit 30 rockish. Very much so. Yeah, very much so because it is. Right, so in two, in more ways than one. It is written and created by Tina Fey and Robert Carlock who were the people behind okay. 30 Rock. <laughs> And actually, it was originally intended to be a 30 Rock spin-off. So the idea was that Alec Baldwin's Jack Donaghy was, or Donaghy, I'm not sure how they say it anyway, uh, he was going to go off and become the mayor of New York. And this, ah. you were going to have Mr. Mayor, where he hmm. plays this, you know, rich, elite one percenter who is now in charge of the city. And uh, and it got <laughs> nothing like reality there. <laughs> true, true. And it got in, it got into development, and then eventually Alec Baldwin actually dropped out of it. And then Ted Danson signed on, and he refused to move to New York, so they just <laughs> relocated the whole show to Los Angeles. So it is about obviously the um, it's about the mayor of New York, who's played by Ted Danson, and he is Neil Bremer, who is he's this, not the mayor of LA though. Sorry, the mayor uh, of LA. Right, excuse yes, me, sorry. Yeah. Uh, who is now this? millionaire who ran on a whim and has been elected and is somewhat like of a fish out of water in local government right and then uh, he's surrounded by a kind of stock of other characters Holly Hunter plays his deputy mayor R.P. Meskimen uh, who is this staunch evangelist or sorry staunch environmentalist and, um, uh, and and the foil to him you know the kind of you know socialist government type against his millionaire mm. you know uh, one percenter you have Vela Lovell who was in Crazy ex-girlfriend as his chief of staff uh, Bobby Moynan who was on Saturday Night Live for a long time as the com- communications director and then a host of other uh, typical um, uh, 30 Rock stalwarts and, and cameos appearing as well Rachel Dratch and then you have Andy McDowell David Spade Chrissy Teigen all in cameos as well so it is a it, it's a big budget production originally they were supposed to film 13 episodes of the first season and they only got as far as nine because it was interrupted by the pandemic and then they returned and then there were repeated outbreaks of COVID on set. So they just said, OK, let's just call it a day. Oh <laughs> and, but a second season has been ordered. And what I will say about it is it, it, it grew on me, but it is not a classic, right? Yeah. It's kind of, un- it's sort of unfortunate for sitcoms especially that the kind of model now is to make only 10 to 13 episodes. It used to be make 20 to 24 because it takes a sitcom, like a good few episodes to sort of really find its rhythm and for the audience to become used to the flow of, of it. Even ones that are classics, uh, like I would say Parks and Recreation, a lot of people don't even bother with the first season and just go straight to the second. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. This may well this, happen. Yeah, yeah. I, and I, I that could well mm. happen. I will say, um, <laughs> because it, it, it's it, the first season particularly doesn't really f- establish itself in any kind of obvious way. It, it's sort of a little bit like 30 Rock. It's a little bit like Parks and Recreation. The characters don't necessarily come out of don't it's a bit like a lot of other things essentially (laughs) that if you're going to give it a go I'd actually recommend maybe watch the first episode to just give it some context Mm. and then just skip to episode 6 and watch episode six because that's what I, where I pulled the clip and that was by a mile the best of the nine episodes that I watched Ah, and if you want to sort of get a sense of what could this show be 
without you know the plot is like the plot is 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 inconsequential there's no development it's a real one episode right plot okay. kind of story so give that a go and see if you like it and then go back and fill in the gaps would be my recommendation but but on the whole yeah it grew on me but as yet it's not quite a classic yeah the the characters in this uh, and this is obviously a sitcom it's yeah. not like sitting around having feelings or any of that nonsense <laughs> that they have in comedy it's, now it's a workplace sitcom you know yeah the, 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 often in, in in the two examples you gave there that like the, the, the characters are not quite grotesque but slightly getting there you know what I mean they're, they're drawn in, in large brush True. strokes you know is this a similar thing here yeah you have like I mean okay you've got like a sassy gay you've got a sort of career careerist millennial who is single <laughs> you've got a, a sort of a clueless millionaire uh, at the top you have a, 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 a like a sort of dog's body government lackey who's finally got their job and then you've got a bumbling idiot so yeah these are very very broad strokes Right. Now, what I will say, the ensemble works very well mm. together. They have good chemistry. They play off each other extremely well. And like, you have to admire someone like Ted Danson, who has basically gone from sitcom to sitcom to sitcom to sitcom yeah. for 40 years yeah. <laughs> and knows what he's doing. Like mm. he can, del- you know, what I will say is when I was watching it, it was sort of hard to see a difference between him and Michael in, in The Good, good place. place. Like, they're they're kind of similar role. I mean, obviously, if you've watched The Good Place, you'll probably be like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but they are somewhat similar in their sort of deadpan uh, know-it-allism or something. Mm. I, you know, I can't quite put my finger on it. But, yeah, look, uh, sit down and watch 20 minutes of, of rapid-fire Tina Fey comedy. Uh, you know, if you're missing 30 Rock, if you're missing Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, if you're missing even Great News, which was a two-season show she produced rather than wrote, I think that's on Netflix. That is well worth seeking out. You know, you could do an awful lot worse than this. Right, OK, yeah. fair enough. We uh, uh, can't say fairer than that. Right, we'll move on to our third show and uh, it's called uh, it's called Star Wars Visions. All episodes now streaming on Disney Plus. Here's a clip. What? So you're a Jedi. It's been a long time since I killed a Jedi. Your lightsaber blade is red! Coward! Unfortunately, I am not a Jedi. Yeah, some uh, crackling dialogue uh, there. Uh, <laughs> you thoroughly enjoy. Uh, is this just flogging Star Wars to death a bit more? I actually think this is is very, very good, right? So um, it's not canon, officially. So okay, it, well, yeah, in, explain what that means Yeah, to so if you are like a Star Wars uh, purist, these are not officially uh, storylines that will impact the movie or I guess Mandalorian franchise. Okay. Things that happen here just happen here. So what Disney did is they went to all of these Japanese anime studios and said just take Star Wars and do whatever you want with it and create a little short. And I would say it's really nine different short films or short animations than uh, sort of episodes of a show. Or mm. you could think of them even as a pilot episode of, of a different show altogether. And they re- they they vary in, in length, in quality. Some of them are about 14 minutes. I think the longest one is 22. 
and oh. they're and they're all of these very uh, if you know your Japanese anime which I have to admit I don't but if you do they are very big name anime studios in Japan and they just sort of ran with whatever they wanted to do with any kind of story now there are nine different ones and they do vary in quality by a mile my favourite one was the first one which we heard from there which was called uh, The Jewel which was sort of like a Yojimbo style of like uh, riffing Japanese adventure where the and, and it's entirely in black and white except for like any mm. sort of laser beam or 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 uh, lightsaber or even light on a droid they're in colour but everything else is in black and white so it visually is really really uh, beautiful and interesting to look at and we heard the voices we heard there were um, Lucy Liu and a, Amer- an Asian American actor named Brian T and it's it's just a story you know as a, it's only 14 minutes long right but it is a duel between these two Jedi then or non-Jedi actually Sith and then in, in the other ones I mean they're, they're completely different there's one about a rock band <laughs> there's one about um, an elder Sith there's one about uh, two twins uh, you know on, on opposing sides of, of the you know the dark side and the light side of the force etc right and they're just all really what I will say about every one of them is they're really beautiful animations to look at if you are not a Star Wars fan or you or you'd like to dip your toes in it or you're not a anime fan and you would like to dip your toes in it this would be a very very nice introduction to that world mm. because each one is slightly different but they they sort of riff on the tropes you would expect of of Japanese animation and also they are not this big deal right like it is a 15 minute long Star Wars story so really what you get you get some guy walking around with a lightsaber (laughs) and like in every single one I think they stop a a, a, like a you know a blaster beam with the force and then there's a lot of talk of kyber crystals which if you don't know they're basically the crystals that make a lightsaber a lightsaber but that's all you need to know before you go in okay everything else is fun and silly or really breathtaking action what's amazing about animation for for sort of fight scenes and we don't really get a lot of that in the English speaking world because we don't watch as many sort of adult cartoons as they do in other territories in the world but the thing about animated fights is you can do literally anything yeah. right and it is sort of believable because you if you're the audience you buy into it so some of these action scenes are like incredible to watch and again, it's just, <laughs> I love brevity. <laughs> like, <laughs> give me anything short and I'm like, yes, give me yeah. 10 more of them. Uh, so I, I really, really liked it. Uh, it. Could it be, I mean, even though it's it's there as an anthology, could it be actually there? Uh, it was a, a, a sneaky way of Disney to go, hmm, when, when did they make it, uh, that you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised. So when I was doing a bit of background reading, uh, the, the Jewel, the first one, which is really, for me, it, the absolute standout. It was just so, it was really cool, right? Mm. Uh, that is already being adapted into a Star Wars novel, right? So maybe okay. maybe that one will, will grow legs. The other ones that are very, very popular, um, The Elder is very popular. The Ninth Jedi is fantastic. Fantastic. It's about this uh, like 10 year old girl who is the daughter of a lightsaber smith and has to get these lightsabers to all these Jedis. They also take place in completely whatever period of time in, in the in the Star Wars universe that the creators wanted. So it could be before Luke and Leia, it could right. be after Ky- Kylo and Ren. Uh, it could, uh, is you it know. even clear? What the period of history? Not especially, not not yeah. because it doesn't matter. Because mm. these are like single-serving, standalone little yeah. adventures, and they are very, very, very 
charming and exciting and and cool and and the only major criticism they've come in for is uh, by and large most of the so you can watch them with a Japanese dubbing or you can watch them with an English la- language dubbing I have to admit I did watch the English this time um, by and large they cast Asian American actors in almost every role or Asian actors in every role mm. uh, but there are plenty of big you know big name non-Asian actors in there as well including Joseph Gordon-Levitt Bobby Moynihan Neil Patrick Harris Alison Brie and that has come in for a bit of criticism because why didn't they just sort of offer this exclusively to uh, Asian American roles because there's this idea that you know, Alison Brie for example voiced an Asian American char- character on Bojack Horseman and has since apologised for that and yet is sort of retreading that ground here <laughs> <laughs> but on the whole it, like that is the biggest criticism I've seen levelled against the show other than that it seems to be, have been very very well received by, yeah, by and, critics and, and audiences and, and is it okay you can let your nine year old watch it kind of thing I'd say so yeah, yeah. I mean the most violent <laughs> better this than Squid Game <laughs> but <laughs> that way uh, but like it, it is it, there's okay people do get murdered but uh, they get stabbed with lightsabers and they're not real and I think I think it's enough of an extraction that and it could be okay anime, it's yeah. not, not as bad as that uh, Ray says part of the squid game draw is that you have to put away your phone to follow the show there's no drifting away and half watching it yeah, can, it's not a double screen show at that's all. true I often think of that like I often thought when you know when the Scandi Noir came out and suddenly everyone was like oh the killing was amazing it was just that they were looking at their <laughs> at their screen because they didn't speak Danish so I completely agree with that point yeah uh, how come you're not covering Foundation uh, it is the biggest show to be launched this month didn't you review it last week I did yeah. yes you did so there you go there's the end of your uh, there's the end of that question Tom uh, also, uh, Tim wants to know what did you make of sex education? Yeah, so I like sex education. I don't think I, I think sex education is like a good single serving show that I will never revisit again. It's another show that I love the style of. I think the style adds so much to it. It's funny, it's silly, it's a little bit camp. But uh, is it an absolute classic? No, it's not for me. I, I don't think I'll rewatch it at any point. But I enjoy it while it's going on. Yeah, are you excited for the return of Succession? Yeah, so I'm catching up. Right, I am. Oh right, yeah. I, I'm, I'm starting yeah. season two, episode one. To night and I will be mainlining it till Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually, I was just thinking today, should I do that? Uh, because it is kind of complicated. <laughs> Looking forward to that, I must say. Uh, James, thanks a million thanks as ever. James Dempsey, there you are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. We're going to take a break after that. Dying in Ireland. Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.